Welcome to Pure Mind Magic, the show to evolve your mind. Our mind is the most powerful thing we have, but no one teaches us how to use it. When we find out how, we're ready to create magic in life and in business. Learn real mindset secrets from brilliant minds around the world to change your mindset and income level forever. With every decision you make, you create your future. What is your next move? Now, welcome your host. International magician, speaker, and podcast performance consultant, Jennifer S. Royal. Hi, this is Jennifer S. Royal, and thanks for joining me with today's episode and my guest from New York, David Schnurman. David is the CEO of Lawline and the president of entrepreneurs organization New York. David calls himself a self-help addict. He is reading all the time, gathering all this information and all that lead to his vision to write his own book. And now it's all about to happen because we have May 3rd and his book will come out on May 8, 2019. His book is called The Fast Forward mindset. It is especially for entrepreneurs helping them get along. And you know, this show is all about mindset, so it just fits perfectly. David loves to share his knowledge that he's gathered all around, so you will discover in this episode. He will teach us what a lack of focus can cost us and how to turn it around and make a big impact by really keeping your focus. This will be an interesting episode with a lot of takeaways and letting us know how we can speed up our mindset and everything that's going on in our mind about learning and implementing what we have learned. Before we start the interview, here is a short tip for you. Maybe you are interested in influencer marketing, something that is really hot at the moment and can cost you a lot of money when you just get started with it. It's basically about connecting with influencers all around the world and having them share your message, book, product, service, whatever it is. And I came across a very cool online course because I just love doing online courses besides reading books because you can learn so much in a very short amount of time. And this one teaches you everything from scratch, how you can get into influencer marketing and use it for your business. This will save you a ton of money and time as well as energy. It's an eight-week program and you can enroll by clicking on the link below this episode in the show notes. Check it out, see if this is something for you. And now let's get back to David and discussing about his brand new book, The Fast Forward Mindset. So here he is for you. Lean back and enjoy this high educational interview. Hi, David. Welcome to Pure Mind Magic. Thanks for having me, Jennifer. So it's a pleasure to have you from New York City today live on the show. And David, you are doing a couple of really amazing things. You are really, really successful. And I won't give it all away, so I will give it to you. Please introduce yourself to the audience. Sure. Um, 
the 30-second, you know, high 30,000-foot view version is I am the uh, CEO of Lawline. We've been around for 11 years. We're the largest provider of online continuing legal education in the United States. So we're essentially like uh, the Audible for lawyers. Um, it's a very easy way to keep up with all that you need to know for, for continuing education for law. I'm also the president of Entrepreneurs Organization in New York. Entrepreneurs Organization is a 13,000 international member community of entrepreneurs that have businesses of a million dollars in revenue or more. And it's all about knowledge sharing. Um, I'm a father of three beautiful kids. I live in, in Brooklyn, New York. And I am an avid uh, self-help junkie. I call myself a Shah which is self-help addict and it's one of the reasons uh, I think a lot of us share so much knowledge because part of being a self-help junkie is the more that I learn the more that I want to share because that's part of the the whole process uh, you know teaching is the best form of learning as well um, and it's sort of what led me on my path to one of my biggest life uh, um, goals uh, that I've had since I was a kid, which is having a book that's coming out in on May 8th. It's called The Fast Forward Mindset, and it's how to fast forward your impact on the world around you, and it's specifically tailored for entrepreneurs and those who want to become entrepreneurs. Mm, that is amazing, and I agree with you when you, like, yeah, collect all this information on, on self-help and all the cool tools and tricks you you really have this desire to pass it on and really do something about it and help other people with it so before we talk about your book maybe david can you give three book recommendations like books you really loved reading and books that had an impact on your life absolutely and that's pretty easy so number one the most impactful book of my life is The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And the subtitle is How to Get to Where You How to Get From Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. And just to give you a context, if you don't, never heard of the book, Jack Canfield is also the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, which you may be familiar with. And the reason that book was so impactful for me, so there's about, I don't know, 80 principles in the book, maybe 65 principles. Two principles in that book changed my life the day I read them. The one the first one was Take 100% responsibility for your life. And the second one was, did I lose you? No, I'm, I'm waiting for the second okay. principle. Sorry, can, can, you can still hear me? <laughs> yes. Sorry about that. And the second principle was principle number 54, which is keep your agreements. And which is also the same thing as keep your commitments. And one of the things that Jack says in the book is people generally get into agreements knowing that they're going to cancel them even when they commit to them. And he gives a lesson in the book about somebody who was late to his class even though he admitted uh, that he, he would said he would come to the class on time. And Jack says, well, you broke your commitment. And he said, well, I can't control traffic. That's, you know, that's not my fault. And Jack said to him, what if I told you if you came late to the class, somebody you love would die? And he goes to me, well, if that was going to happen, then I would never even leave the class. I would just sleep here. And it's an extreme example, but it's the example is designed for you to think about what you can control and what you can't control 
And at the time when I read the book, I was treating commitments that I broke as things that I couldn't control. And overnight, I changed it to start thinking of whenever I make a commitment, I'm going to keep it as if somebody I love his life is on the line. And that's how important it is to me. And by doing that, it actually, I, I decided to commit to the hardest thing I could in my life, which was running a marathon, which I never had run more than you know three miles before. And so that's what started that journey. So that was book number one. Do you want me to go to book number two? Yeah, so uh, maybe one thing in between. So this is an amazing book. I have it here behind me oh, in my great. bookshelf Fantastic. as well. And I totally agree with you. So it is amazing. And I kind of ran out of bookmarks while I was reading it. And I remember the principle about taking a relationship. I don't remember the principle you mentioned then about agreement, but makes so much sense. And this is so true. And uh, I would say that this has really the power to change your life when you stick with what you are saying, when you bring in this commitment and like bringing 100% of yourself to the table. When when you say it, you do it. And uh, I think this is something that's kind of typical German. So it's with a handshake and <laughs> <laughs> then uh, it is said and it is done. I mean, of course, not every German, but this is what we are kind of known for. So really nice principles and uh, already 100 points for you David, really, Great. really good pick of the book. So what is number two? I'm so happy to hear that because I, I bring it up so often and people haven't read it, uh, but it sounds like we're on the same page. So book number two is, so we all know who Dale Carnegie is, correct? Mm -hmm. So you probably know the, the main book, which is How to Win Friends and Influence People. But have you ever read How to Stop Worrying and Start Living? I think I, I read a part of it. So I know the okay. title from him. Yeah. So that book was instrumental for me, especially when I was going through some really tough times in my business. Um, he shares two formulas in the book. The first one, it's, it literally says in the book, this, he, he promises this formula will reduce your worries 50% overnight if you follow it. And it's a three-step, super easy formula. formula. Step number one is... Uh, determine what is it is that you're worried about, right? Just figure that out. What is it that you're worried about? Step number two, assume the worst case scenario of what can happen, right? It's, you know, I, I moved to a new city to start a new business. I can lose it all and I have to start from scratch. Let's just say that. And then step number three is to start making steps to improve on the worst case scenario. And many times what happens is people uh, when they start assuming the worst case scenario, it's actually not as bad as they, they thought it was going to be when they start breaking it down. And it allows them to just accept that and, and literally just stop the worrying because they weren't even sure what they were worrying about. And so I've used that countless of times, especially when trying to make decisions. And the second formula is a really great formula on how to make decisions. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to share it here. If anybody if emails me, because I love people who take action. My email is david at lawline.com, L-A-W-L-I-N-E.com. Email me and I will share you the formula uh, and I'll share you some more information on it. But I love for people to take proactive steps or just buy the book. But I just, just that, that's my little like um, one point to just sort of, you know, if you take action, you do things, you tend to remember it and use it more. Um, so, so I'll leave it at that. Mm, very nice because 
it's one thing to read books and hoard all this information. And it is said that knowledge is power, and it still is. But the power is when you implement what you have read. So you're so right with the action, because when you take some steps and take action, this is where the magic kicks in and where the magic is happening. And uh, I'm sure, David, you're familiar with this rule, like when you make a decision and you don't take action in the next 72 hours, chances are very likely that you will never do. Yeah. By the way, I love your use of the word magic throughout. Yeah, it's so awesome. I love that. Thanks. Yes. So we are at number three, David. What is number three? three? And and before I get to book number three, I just want to say one thing. And that's um, being a a self-help addict. And and it means I buy a lot of books. And I just think it's so important to remind everybody, books are the single best investment you can make hands down out of anything in your life for $15 you can read something that can have such an ROI. And so what happened, because of that, by the way, books have had more impact on me than anything, than my, my parents, than my, my mentors, my coaches. Books are hands down the biggest impact in my life. And because of that, I never am afraid to buy new books all the time. And I can tell you, there's probably half the books in my Kindle that I started, and after a few chapters, I stopped reading. Either it just was not good, Or I got the main point from it from like the first two chapters and I move on. So don't feel bad if you start books and don't finish them. And don't be afraid to buy a book if you think there's potential, even if it sits in your Kindle or your bookshelf for six months. It's just so worth it. So one of the books that I did this with was um, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Have you heard of that book? Yes, of course. Okay. So, So I actually read the book. And at the time that I read the book, I was not a morning person and I didn't think I was a morning person. And I followed the three techniques in his book that was that helped me change to a morning person, which was one, take your alarm or your phone, which is your alarm and move it. So you have to get up from your bed Two, have a full glass of water when you wake up and three, brush your teeth. When you do those three things, it wakes you up and then you spend you wake up an hour earlier than you normally would. And you spend that time on yourself. And I did it religiously for years. And overnight, I became a morning person. And I became more productive and I became more happy. And now it's just who I am. Um, and, and so for that book, that fundamentally, the habit changed my life in the fact that uh, I now see myself as a productive person, an, an energetic person in the morning. And so that was super cool as well. Amazing. So it's funny, I had the co-author of the book, The um, Miracle Morning for Entrepreneurs, Cameron sure, Harrod Cameron. on the show. Sure, sure. Yeah. And uh, But what you first said, David, really gave me goosebumps, what you said, like investing this $15 into a book. And I'm also sure that it can have this this really strong impact and change everything in your life. So it really can turn around everything. So it's just about finding the right book. And uh, with my magic in the background, I always think that 
the book is also seeking you. So for me in magic, it's all about timing to create the perfect illusion. And I made the experience that it is the same with books. So when the timing is perfect, the book will find you. So just by accident. And uh, I have a couple of books that really changed my life completely. And I love books like you do. So I, I need to have them around me. And I also have some yeah. of them in my Kindle, but I love when I can touch them and they are sitting on my desk and in my shelves and wherever I go. So my luggage is really heavy because I have at least three to five books with me, even when it's wow. just a weekend trip. But I think, yeah, there, there is so much magic in these books that you can bring alive. And it's on you what you do with the knowledge you gain through reading so, the book. So based on what you're saying, I, I assume one of your books is Think and Grow Rich. Of course it is. And, and then... So a close follow-up, which is essentially the same fundamentals as, as the secret, which essentially copies that, which I assume even you know, the same concept that if you if you act as if you have something and as if it was a past tense, the world will move out of your way to make it happen, which it sounds like that's what you're saying in terms of the magic, correct? Yes, kind of. I mean, this is really with the, the science um, behind it. So uh, when it comes to magic, I I really like to look into quantum physics. So I'm not the person who is with the secret and just uh, saying that you have to sit down and think of your desire, your wish, and it will be delivered to your home. So it's not working like that. And we were talking about action and uh, taking inspired sure. action. So this is one part of it. And uh, quantum physics just tells us how we can uh, get things without putting in all the effort like just make it easier and that things don't necessarily need to our or really years to come true or happen so it depends it's it's then a mindset thing have you ever read the book think or sink no, this is now really new to me so I have to take a note David okay so let me tell you about this book because this book actually explains the science behind the secret. So, and, and think and grow rich. So what those books say, you know, if you, if you think as if it happened, you know, it will manifest itself to, it will come, it will happen, you know, out of nowhere. And so to your point, a lot of people are like, okay, that's hogwash. So what this book says, it says, you're surrounded by a million bits of information at any second. You know, there's millions bits of information around you, but the human can actually only process 126 bits of information per second. So you have to actually decide which way you're going to focus your energy. And here's a great example. Can you do this right now? Anyone who's listening, do the same thing. This will be a, a fun thing to do. What I want everyone to do is look around their room right now and find everything that is yellow. So go ahead, take like 10 seconds, Jennifer, just go, go around your room and find everything that is yellow. Yes. Okay. So now not looking around your room, just looking directly at the computer, I want you to tell me everything that you saw that is blue. Yes, I was cheating a little bit because I know this exercise. Of course you so do. I'm a magician. Of course you do. <laughs> and, uh, I'm right, this is like misdirection, <laughs> of course. <yeah. laughs> like uh, getting uh, or seeing everything. So this is when I perform, I have to see everything. But 
it's it's a really tremendous exercise you mentioned there. I think it's the same with this uh, video where you have people playing ball and you have to count yeah. the passes and there's this gorilla then, uh, <laughs> uh, walking through the, the picture in, in the middle of the game and everyone is so focused and concentrating on counting exactly right how many yeah. passes so that they miss actually the gorilla. And uh, this is again what brings us to magic. So it's about our perception, about our uh, focus that is so important and turning the concept around from being the master of distraction as a magician, I really like to teach people on how they can eliminate that and really focus on what's important. I love this. This is such a cool thing. Um, so what's so cool about it is, well, let's just take me and you, for example. On one hand, you could say the world brought us together. Or on the other hand, you could say, I am putting together a book based on how to help people fast forward their mindset. I met Brian through an organization called Next Gen Summit where I spoke. The head of that summit put me in touch with Brian. I've been working with Brian. Brian knew you. He connected me to you. And all of a sudden, it was because of my focus and your focus on, on helping people improve themselves through magic or through mindset or for, through both. That's how our focus brought us to each other. And so the same token, if you're running a business and all you're focusing on is why you're, you're not growing, that's what you're gonna, that's what's gonna happen instead of focusing on all the opportunities that are ahead of you. And so that, to me, clearly explains what the secret is and what Thinking Grow Rich is. It's just putting in, with podcasts right now, it's the, it's the magic ingredient. You essentially, through focus, bring those people who are like-minded not only to listen to your podcast, but to, to be guests. So I, I think it's, it's so cool what you're doing. Well, thanks, David. Uh, I'm glad you're saying that. And it's really, I think, that we were on the same frequency and it matched. So, And it really happened in a magical way, so very easy without pressure or anything. So uh, Brian Wish was talking about you because he enjoyed it so much being on Pure Mind Magic. And then he said, oh, you have to talk to David. He is amazing. And I saw him and this energy is great. And I thought, hmm. Okay, so when Brian is uh, saying that, I have to check that. And now we ended up here. So uh, yeah, it's perfect. And also connected to a book. So to come full circle, let's talk about your upcoming book, uh, Fast Forward Mindset. So David, can you share already some secrets and insights on the book? Sure. So let me start with the, the, the why behind the book and, and the reason behind the book. So this so, so the formula essentially is about, in terms of having to fast forward your impact on the world around you, I believe in order to do that, you need to get out of your comfort zone. But so many books and so much material out there only focuses on getting out of your comfort zone. Uh, in order to have more impact, you need to be able to stay out of your comfort zone longer. So the book is about not only how to get out of your comfort zone, but how to help you stay there longer. And it takes you through the three levels to go about doing that. But the why behind the book, I think, is more important because I, I think that's what a lot of people will be able to relate to in their life. For me, the why started when I turned 40 years old. And I, as you can hear, I, from, the, from the outside world, certainly I've had a lot of success in many areas. But on the inside, I was feeling pretty, um, pretty down on myself on a daily basis. 
and not necessarily knowing why, you know, you, whether it was like you said you would work out that then you don't, or you just felt like, you know, you, you can be doing so much more. And I was sitting with my dad on, on my deck one day and I was just saying to him, dad, you know, you know, I'm so happy for all that I have, but you know, my 20 year old self would have assumed by the time I was 40, I would have had a bigger business by now and a bigger impact on the world around me. And he just kind of like shot back at me, like, like, you know, are you kidding me? Do you know how many people would want to have what you have? Um, and when I kind of went through that and I thought about it, it became clear to me, it wasn't that I was not happy with what I have, it was that the, the voice inside my head was not reflecting on the impact that I thought I was gonna have on the world. And I just had this aha moment that I didn't, I could see the next 20 years go by and I was not gonna have necessarily any, you know, sort of big breakdown or moment where like I hit rock bottom. In fact, it was just gonna be the same and good, but I would have a lot of regret looking back knowing that I didn't, I wasn't as fearless and focused as I could be to get there. And so the fast forward mindset is designed the two F's on the fast forward, it's FFWD, the way it said, FFWD mindset, stand for how to be more fearless and more focused so you can not only get out of your comfort zone but stay there longer. That is so interesting because of course, David, so many books tell you that you have to get out of your comfort zone. And uh, yeah, most people or most books don't tell you how to do that. And I never came across a book that tells you how to stay there longer outside of the comfort zone. And uh, I have a, a quote on my desk. So again, with the magic that says, the magic happens at the end of your comfort zone. Absolutely. And there's there's so much science behind that, too, and research about, you know, getting out of your comfort zone is where the growth happens. And and if, if you really want to have impact, you're not going to do it by just being comfortable because you're not going to – by definition, to have impact in, in a larger way, you're going to get uncomfortable and you're going to have to grow. So absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's about – Uh, getting comfortable being uncomfortable but you have to be able to stand it from your mindset so i'm really happy you came up with this uh, book idea and i can't wait to the book to be out yep. and uh, well, grab well, the best copy. the best part is it's so simple the, the, i designed it to be something that my hope is on this podcast i can literally tell you everything that's in the book in a few minutes and you can you don't even need to read the book to take advantage of it and i'm happy to share that today if you would like in the in how to do it if you don't mind sure david because you know i can't share my magic secrets on this podcast so it's your turn to share yeah, your ab secrets absolutely and they're, and they're not secrets they're they're actually nothing is really new out there it's just how you take information and, and reuse it in a way that's memorable right mm -hmm. it's very hard it's very hard to do that so but Do you want me to get into it now? Yeah, sure. Perfect. All right. So, in, so for the fast forward mindset, there's three levels, and level one is taking action to get out of your comfort zone. And what I mean by that is, let, let, let's let's think of the comfort zone as a a box that surrounds you. Okay, and so the box is made up of walls 
that you haven't broke through over the years. So what can these walls be? You know, maybe I want to quit my job. Maybe I want to start a company. Maybe I want to write a book. Maybe I want to move. You know, maybe I have a, I want to start doing a podcast. And in your mind, you're like, nah, I can't do it. I don't have the time. I'm not good enough. Nobody wants, I don't have anything smart to say. I'm sure, I'm sure you, you can relate to some of those thoughts in your life. Of course not. I mean, I'm perfect. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. Yeah, sure. And so what happens is those thoughts that we all have at different times in our life end up be becoming these hard, thick walls and this box around us mm -hmm. where what we want to achieve is seems so far away. And all of a sudden we get very comfortable inside the walls. And so there's three things to help you take action and break through your walls so you can actually move forward. And so number one is, and I'm not going to tell the whole story in this podcast, but mm -hmm. I don't know if you, have you ever heard of good thing, bad thing, who knows the parable? I think no. Okay. So I'll, I, I can, I would just say Google it, but the whole purpose of the parable is generally, so The goal is never to label a situation good or bad because generally we label things bad 20 times more than we label it good. And it, it just goes down to if you, if you don't label a situation good or bad, you're more likely to take action on something that you're uncomfortable with because even if the outcome is not what you want, you're still going to do it. Does that make sense? Yes. And so that for me and the story behind it was one of the biggest moments in my life where it allowed me to take action on so many more things. And here's the thing, I think most entrepreneurs are action oriented and they take a lot of action on things and they get out of their comfort zone, then all of a sudden they're out of their comfort zone and they're like, oh my God, wh wh why did I move to New York? You know, or like, oh, I, what am I going to do with this podcast? Or, or like, oh, I just quit my job, now what? You know what I mean? And so what, what I'll do is there's, there's a couple other important points for taking action to get out of your comfort zone. But just for um, ease sake, I'll, I'll sit, I'll, I'm not going to say them now because if not, it'll just get too deep. But I can just tell you the concept that you need to take action to get out of your comfort zone is very, is, is, is the number one fundamental thing that you learn from everybody. And the key to that is just to know that regardless of what action you take, don't label the, the outcome. Because in 20 years, your, 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 your reason of quitting the job, which might have really been bad at that time, might lead to the best thing that's ever happened to you. Okay, so now, just like most entrepreneurs, you take that action. What happens is you're out of the comfort zone and all of a sudden you have that moment of fear. Oh my God, what did I just do? And that moment of fear we all have all the time. What ha when you get that fear, Jennifer, what do you want to do? Well, I do something to uh, get rid of the fear. And what's the easiest way to get rid of the fear? To take a step back. You go back in your comfort zone, right? Like that's the easiest way. Like you, generally you want to be pushed back and just say, okay, that, that, I'm glad that's over. And so one of the things that based on all the coaches I've worked with, all my experiences, I've come up with a mantra that's called nip fear in the bud. 
And I don't, so since you're German, I don't know if you know what the, the play on words is on that. Is, do you know what it means to nip a flower in the bud? I think so, yeah. So so just to explain, it's, you know, when you, a bud is like the seeds of a flower. So when you nip it in the bud, you kill it before mm -hmm. it starts. And nip is an acronym. There's only one acronym in the book. I don't, it's not a book of acronyms. It's the most important acronym. It's what I say all the time. And it stands for N, not alone. I, I will get through it. And P, play the part. And one of the biggest things, and I just had a conversation with somebody literally and two hours ago who just moved here from Australia to start a company. And I know how people feel so alone in these situations. And I said to her, I just want to tell you, I want to commend you for what you've done. It's such a brave thing. And it's such an important thing. And she just almost started crying because she's like, thank you so much. It's so great to hear that because I felt so alone in my decision. And I said, you're not alone. You know how many millions of people have moved from all over the world because they want, they believe New York is the best place to start a business. And then the, so then I will get through it. There's four strategies. I'll just say what they are really quickly. And they're, they're not rocket science, but in the book, I explain exactly how it happened. It's, you have to be grateful. You can't complain. And there's two exercises that are really cool on how to do it. You have to journal and then you have to fill other people's buckets and just for, I, I'm happy to explain it later on if you want, but filling people's buckets is the most energizing thing you can do actually for yourself. And then the playing the part is the key part where you play the part as if you're the magician on stage who only is concerned about giving her best performance in the world and is not concerned about what the audience thinks about her. And so with this example with this woman who just moved to New York, all she was telling me is examples of everyone told her she made a mistake. It, why does she do this? It's not going to work. And what I said to her, I said, the most important thing when you get feedback from other people is first determine, has that person been in the shoes that I'm in? And if they have, okay, use that. You can take that. But if they haven't, you got to understand most of it comes from their own fears of what you're doing. And so the key to nipping fear in the bud is We've all had those moments where out of nowhere, you're just like the weight of the world is on your shoulders and you need to get out of that. And so what I literally do is either I say, I will nip my fear in the bud, or I will say, I am not alone in being afraid that I moved to New York. I will nip my fear in the bud by being a fearless entrepreneur or by being a fearless mother. And I, I, I will, as, as you do with affirmations, I will say it to myself until that moment subsides. And that was the emotional thing that I usually that I use to get over to not want to say okay I'm moving back to Australia tomorrow and then the the third level so just to remember level one was taking action to get out of your comfort zone and I call that going fast level two is nipping fear in the bud once you're out of the comfort zone to prevent yourself from, from going back into it so that's that's the that's the first line in the sand Jennifer when once you've gotten out how do you not go back in? You nip fear in the bud. And then the, and I call that going faster. In level three, if you want to not only not go back into your comfort zone, if you want to stay out there longer, you need to find your focus. And that's where I call fastest. And here's we're going to go full around to the, the question you asked me in the beginning is which books had the most impact in my life? And because the way to find your focus, there's, there's three parts to that. 
The, the most important thing is principle number 54 of the success principles is keep your agreement, keep your commitment. If you keep your commitment like your child's life is on the line or your loved one's life is on the line, it will allow you to get through those hard walls that you face along the way so you get to the end. Because if you can keep your focus on something, you will stay out of your comfort zone longer. And then the other part of it is, so I, I, I said to you in the beginning, I, I never ran a marathon and then I ran three in a row. And one of the things that became clear why I was able to run a marathon as not an athlete is because it had goals, but more importantly, it had dates attached to the goals. So I said for myself and what I see for others is a lot of people run on passion, not a plan. And what I say is it's not a plan unless you attach dates to goals. And you know you've attached to, that's the hardest thing because that's when you're, you're making a commitment to do something. Uh, you need an accountability buddy and you need to keep track of it daily. And so in, in, in bringing this all around, if you want to get out of your comfort zone and just take action and you don't care about, and then half the time fear is gonna put you back in, half the time you're not gonna have focus, you're gonna end back in, that's totally okay. That's amazing because you're going fast. You, you will have impact. You will 100%, you will start a podcast, you might do 50 interviews, then you don't know what to do with it or you just move on. But you will have impact. And that's so much better than just, even if you're in comfort zone, you'll have impact, it'll just be slower. So one of the things about the book is I never want you to feel bad about yourself that you, you haven't done enough because that's great. If you wanna have more impact, you'll be able to nip some of that fear in the bud when it happens and be able to say, okay, I moved to New York and I want to get a job because this is the best place to, to live in the world and I'm gonna get through it. And then you'll stay there a little bit longer. But if you really want to stay in New York for the long term, you need to have a real plan and a commitment to that. And that's the part where many entrepreneurs just never get around to doing. Again, which is totally okay. Totally okay. But if you really want to have the most impact that you can, you want to fast forward your impact by doing all three levels is essentially what the fast forward mindset is. And by the way, I'm living it right now for my life. And I, can, and I feel like I've been talking for way too long, so I'll stop there. But I'm happy to share with you my personal examples of how the fast forward mindset has impacted me since the first moment I, I, I started doing it. Very good. This is so inspirational and you are sharing so many golden nuggets here from your journey, David, and uh, what's inside the book. So sounds like this is another life-changing book with everything you put together there. And Think of it well, that you. way. Yeah, you're welcome. It's really I'll magical it. because, uh, you know, it's just paper and ink and it can bring magic to life. It, it, to me, honestly, like, so we're in the final stages of editing right now. It's been a two-year process. I just put a post on Facebook. It really all of a sudden feels just like marathon training again because of how much time and energy I'm putting into it. And it, like, it's the same exact thing. Anything that's going to have a big impact is gonna feel like a marathon because that's how much of yourself you put into it. I have put so much of myself into it. Like if I was a crier, I would just, maybe I will cry when it, when, it, when it's out, but I, I, I have put it all on the table. And similar, by the way, to Thinking Grow Rich and The Secret and what that says there. I've, I swear to God, I've written this book since I was in high school. In my mind, I've already sold millions of copies I've spoken all over the world. 
I've had so impacts on millions of people, and it's really been a, a part of what's helped people improve themselves. But most importantly, improve the impact on the world around them. So that could be their kids. By the way, the world around them can be themselves too. It starts with yourself. It, it can be their, their schools. It can be their business. It can be their employees. It can be their country. And I, I thought the impact was so important because sometimes when we talk about getting new things or achieving things, you lose sight of what is most important and what, what when, when you're on your deathbed, what, what really only matters. And, and that's the impact and that's the emotional driving component. And by the way, that, that, the only reason it's that, because that's the only thing that matters, I realize now to me as well. And that's, that's what has helped me really realign the next 30 years of my life just from just from writing this book and it's almost like a therapy process wow that is so interesting and it sounds like you have done all your homework like doing all the visualizing beforehand so david are you still good on time because i would love to keep you on the show because i have another question yeah, let's for do it you. let's okay, do it perfect so talking about all the books let's talk a little bit about what you are doing in New York. So you are the president of Entrepreneurs Organization New York. What is behind that and what exactly are you doing there? Sure. So we talk about focus and what brings you to places in life. 11 years ago, I was in law school and I had some really bad experiences in, in the school. And one of the things that became apparent to me was I wasn't so sure I wanted to be a lawyer anymore. And I also was sure that my dream since I was a kid of being an entrepreneur was even more important to me. And it was before podcasting. It was the first year of YouTube. So what I decided to do was start a public access TV show on cable in New York City to learn how to start a business. And I started interviewing entrepreneurs from all over the city on the secrets on how to start a business. And I thought the chances of me starting a business by the time I graduated a year later was probably less than, you know, 5%. And what happened was one of the entrepreneurs that I met was a member of the entrepreneur organization. I didn't even have a business at the time. He invited me to the board meeting. I ended up being introduced to dozens of members and interviewing them all for my TV show. But I remember thinking at that moment, someday I would love to be a member of this organization if I ever have a business. And better yet, someday I would love to either start one like myself or, or be the president. And so luckily within a few years, I started the business. I was asked to join. Uh, a few years later, I was asked to join the board. And then a few years later, I had an opportunity to become president, but I just kind of like, it's a lot of work and takes a lot of time. I thought about it and just never did it. And then the next year I had another opportunity to become president. I thought about it and just never did it. And then guess what? I started writing this book. I started putting all this down and I had another opportunity to be president. And I said to myself, I need to take action right now if I'm going to have you know, an impact on the entrepreneur organization. And so I decided to just take action without a plan, without necessarily knowing if I can nip my fear in the bud. Because I was, and I actually created a video series about all the fear I had about it. So I took the action, I ran for president, and I won. And that was, I started, I started the process January 1st, 2017. I became president, I'm sorry, January 1st, 2018. I became president in July, and it has been, in addition to writing the book, one of the 
most rewarding and, and definitely challenging, but one of the most rewarding experiences in my life because I get to work with a board of 13 entrepreneurs who are volunteering their time, just like I am, to help move this chapter forward. And you get to put together and work with people. And I think the only way I would have ever been able to work and have these people as part of my board if I had a billion dollar company to get such high level people together. And the best part about it is I, I'm learning how to lead leaders. And when you lead people when it's a volunteer thing and they're entrepreneurs, you can't just say, do this. You gotta work with them and you gotta talk to them and you gotta engage them. And so, and we've been, we've, we've our, our theme this year is how to make every connection count for them as the, the members. And we're, we've really, I think, had a really big impact on, on the chapter so far. Wow, that is astonishing. And congratulations to becoming the president. So this is really impressive, David. And Thank you. You're welcome. Now to shift gears a little bit and also coming back to stay with your commitment and your agreement. So before I hit the record button, I agreed that you can ask me some questions, what I normally don't do on my own show. Fantastic. <laughs> you have all the credibility because you interviewed so many entrepreneurs for your TV show. So it's yours. Fantastic. Thank you. So let's start with your, your uh, let's say, your, your, your 30-second or your two-minute version of your story because I, I just need to understand a little bit about connecting everything together. From what I've gathered just from the few things that you say, not only do you, and I could be wrong, not only do you do magic, it seems like you teach magic as a business tool you're, the way you, you are as a magician are some of the mindset tricks that you can use to grow as an individual. I'm guessing because I didn't do enough research, but let's see if I'm right. Yes. So, David, you have a really good intuition and you are really good in putting the pieces together. So that's it, basically. I started with magic at the age of four and had my first stage appearance at the age of seven and continued doing magic, becoming a member of the magic circle, like Europe's biggest magic association, going to all the conferences worldwide in Las Vegas and London, everywhere. And uh, I looked into every field of magic from card magic to manipulation to uh, big illusions, also mentalism and hypnotism. And I learned so many things. But as you know, magicians are not allowed to share the secrets. So I was thinking of creating more value and also creating more value worldwide besides standing as person in time and space on stage so being limited to this very stage so i came up because you also know that it's called show business so show is one part and business is the other part to think of ways how i could give on my knowledge about psychology mindset perception distraction focus all the things you need to deliver a peak performance on stage, even when you don't feel like it, and to combine that with business and entrepreneurship. So helping people to like prepare very well for a business meeting when there's a lot on the line, there's all this pressure like you would have before a magic show, before you step on the, on the stage with uh, 2,000 people waiting. 
So this is kind of my uh, background where I'm bringing together now magic and mindset to really help business people and entrepreneurs also solve blocks and dealing with mind with uh, blind spots. So what is the um, the top three things that you you can take from magic and apply it to entrepreneurship? So one is to develop a different art of thinking because in magic you deal with the impossible on a daily basis. Everything we do in magic is due to Newton's physics impossible, but we find a way to make it happen. So you start to think differently and this is uh, one thing. So the second thing is to be fully present in the moment and like controlling everything that's happening in a room because doing magic requires exactly that so you have to be fully present and also seeing what everyone is doing when you perform close-up magic so you have to watch all your angles and what is happening and also seeing that you keep all the attention so this is very important so let's see number three It is said that creative thinking is the best paid skill you can have. And by training this, there is, for example, an exercise that comes out of the field of magic that would say, think of something every day that is impossible. So, And it's really tough in our days. So when you think because so many things became possible and a lot of people are using their smartphone without understanding it. So it's a kind of magic. They, they just use it and that's it. So you have to, to train to expand your mind because the thing is that you only see what you know. So you can't see what you don't know. And uh, I think you mentioned it as well. There are things you don't know you don't know and this is where there is a lot of potential so two more questions on that and to follow up on that you know one of the things you said before was uh you know the you know i thought i thought you were going to talk something about deception and because that's what you know, i'm not, not i'm not saying magic is it's not deception it's you know um you get us to focus to the right and you know something happens to you know it's it what do you You take someone's attention to the other area. How can you apply that uh, to entrepreneurship? Ah, you mean the deception, like, like you know, misdirection. Yeah. Misdirection, that's the word I'm looking for. Yes. So, yeah, hopefully not. So just to lead the focus of uh, the, the people, but, the clients. But a positive misdirection. I'm not saying a negative. Uh, okay. I'm saying, I'm saying in a positive way. Like, there, it's not, like magic is a very positive, great thing. So how do you apply a positive misdirection to make something more amazing than it is? Not that magic isn't real. I'm not saying it's not. But how do you create misdirection to create magic in business? That, that, that's because that's I think when everybody thinks of magic, they, the first thing they think of is misdirection. And so mm -hmm. that, that would, to me, that would be the one thing that would stick in my head is like, okay, how could I do misdirection in a not in a negative way, in a positive way as an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there are a couple of things to that. So first, it is a good idea to remove all the distractions. So when there is an important talk, it would be a way 
to bring people into a room where there is not much distraction. So things that could capture the attention beside you. And then it's really about the personality because people feel it when you are like centered in yourself. And I always tell people that It's, it's so amazing because being a magician seems to be so interesting, especially in the United States. So whenever I come to a business meeting and people find out that I'm a magician, they start to ask me questions the whole evening long because it's so interesting <laughs> and it's, it's so out of the normal, you know, so they're interested. So this is why I came up with the thesis that it's very important to be a fascinating personality. So also when you're an entrepreneur or a business person, so the more fascinating and interesting you are, the more people pay attention. And my yep. formula behind it, because most people think they do, they have to act, they have to do and move everything and put all this energy there and also putting all their energy in, in the outside reality. But the magic formula more goes like be do have so it starts with yourself being this person like you david imagined already for years to write this book to give presentations all around the world and from that st standpoint in your mind you start doing and you end up having love it that's great and my, my last question is what is your favorite magic trick and why Ah, good question. So it, I have to distinguish between close-up magic, so that happens in front of you, and uh, stage magic. So close-up magic. Say Yeah. yeah, for both, if you have both. Great. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah close-up magic, there is a, 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 a card trick that I, I really love performing. And uh, this is with, yeah, a spectator picks a card and I draw... Uh, he makes a drawing on the face of the card and I make just some lines on the back of the cards. And then I shake it and the lines turn into the first name of the spectator. That's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, that's really visual and I, I hand wow. it out. <laughs> and uh, on stage, what I, I really like uh, playing there is the, the Russian roulette. And I'm sure you have uh, seen it before. So you have a, a spike and you have three to five options. And the spike is really sharp and you have some cups or um, paper uh but it's more cups over it and then it gets mixed from one spectator and I have another spectator without looking at it and he or she has to decide which cup gets smashed until there's only one left and hopefully the one with the spike below. Interesting. So so you so the, the, they're choosing it randomly. Yes. So and, by and intuition. So, interesting. Is there any videos of your magic online? There is, yes. Okay, on YouTube. I'm take a look. Awesome, find it. fantastic. Uh, I'll, I'll, can I share my trick? Sure. My card trick? Since I'm not a magician, I can tell the, the secret, right? Yes, you're out okay. of the side the magic circle, and I guess you yeah. are allowed as president of Entrepreneurs Organization New York, so, you are allowed. <laughs> perfect. So this is the one that I really, you can only do it to somebody once or twice because then they figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you can only do it at certain angles. So it's the mind reading trick, which is the one where you take it back and you say, I want you to think of a card, but you have to see it. 
you know, you kind of flip through the deck really quickly. Um, and it's like, you only, you have to visualize it. And so as you're doing it, you, you know, you, you kind of pause on one card for a little bit longer than the rest, somewhere in the middle, and you just do it quickly. And so mentally they just pick up on that card. So nine out of 10 times it works the first time, it just blows their mind, mm -hmm. but you can't really repeat it after that. So th that's my, that's my claim to fame. Yeah, but cool trick. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Of course. So thanks for your questions, uh, David. So I think we created a really interesting episode uh, today together talking about all the, the books and uh, all the great content, also your book. So I will share this in the show notes. And the last question would be, I'm sure you made a lot of the listeners really curious about your work and what you are doing for entrepreneurs and uh, even in the field of uh, legal education and law line. So how can people reach out and connect with you? Sure. So just I, I'll give my email one more time. It's david at lawline, L-A-W-L-I-N-E dot com. And uh, just, send, just send me an email. Perfect. So David, thank you so much for being my guest today on Pure Mind Magic. It was a great pleasure and a huge inspiration to have you on. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to today's episode with my guest from New York, David. Make sure to grab a copy of his brand new book, The Fast Forward Mindset. This will teach you all about how you can accelerate your success. There's a link in the show notes so you can make sure you get your copy. Also remember, I was talking about the online course I just found about influencer marketing in case you are interested in leveraging this powerful marketing tool for your business to get ahead. That's all for today. I hope you have a magical weekend. Talk to you soon. Until then, create some magic.